0: Destry, Destry, it's Thursday again. We've been yeah. uh, sort of chatting for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We hey, have. Been. And all of a sudden, dawns on us: oh, we should probably hit record at yes, some point. <laughs> yes. So
1: that's what that's what we're doing right now, and we're, we're hitting record. We're going to talk about a uh, statement of faith, um, and what we always do here with the Marcus Point uh, podcast is to talk to you about how we connect with God and one another in a lost world. That's our motto. Yeah, For parts, what that's what our
0: right. logo means, that, that the is little it. three stripes of the, what looks like a dress toothpaste. That's right, Yes, As, as uh, Pastor I said.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's exactly what it is, and uh, we want to <coughs> welcome everybody here to Marcus Point Baptist Church Podcast, and uh, Josh and I are happy that uh, you're with us. Yes. Uh, part of our Statement of Faith, we have a, a Statement of Faith page on mm-hmm. our website. You can check out at PensacolaChurch.org. Today we're going to uh, introduce... It's, it's the
0: same statement of faith for all three campuses, too. Did you know that? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, it should be. Right. right. It should be. It is. All three <laughs> campuses. Yeah. Where's the other two campuses, Josh? Do you know so, the other
0: two? Uh, well, Pensacola campus, Pace campus, Beulah campus... One coming to Navarre, and then one coming. Oh, Molino, yeah, right? One yeah, one Molino too. Yeah, yep, yep, yep.
1: That's uh, that's Pastor Godfrey's vision before he retires. I think is to have yeah. have have those uh, set up. He's well, well on his way, We're right? Well Which, on our way. You know, if
0: if we don't want him to retire, we just mm. slow that process down, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
1: that's right. It's not working so far. It's uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's going pretty going pretty quick. I know it doesn't probably doesn't seem that way to him and Tommy, but. It is. But today we're going to talk a little bit about our uh, statement of faith. We believe that Christ keeps those who are truly born again.
0: Yes. And uh, the the scriptures that our, our statement of faith uses for that, and I'm, I'm looking those up in Timothy 3, 1, 12. Right. Uh, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know... Whom I have believed and am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I have committed unto Him against that day. Then the other one is John ten twenty eight, and I give unto them eternal life, and and they shall never perish, and neither shall any man pluck them out of My hand. Um, you know, both of these verses are are sort of like little bitty snapshots of a of a much larger story that permeate scripture from beginning to end mm-hmm. um, you know one of the one of the difficult things whenever you're trying to condense a, a statement of faith down into something digestible on a website yeah. is that for each point you can't say you know we believe that christ keeps those who are truly born again and then verse reference the whole bible right <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know the, the the truth of this is the the large concepts in Scripture, like the fact that you, we can't lose our salvation, um, isn't something that's just found in a verse here and there. It's right. a concept that goes throughout the entire uh, uh, the entire body of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about this so many times uh, about the the concept of marriage, how how the Marriage between a man and a woman—it's supposed to be a lifelong thing, regardless of uh, of you know what the husband and the wife might do to offend each other, uh, because that relationship is a picture of salvation. Right. Yeah. And uh, God has forgiven us; has offered. Infinite forgiveness mm-hmm. for us, right? If if only we accept it, yes. right? And, and that's the that's the key thing because uh, we often um, sort of neglect that part about accepting it. We just think that everybody has been forgiven uh, and everybody has salvation and everything. But mm-hmm. there's two components of that. God has offered forgiveness, carte blanche, right? right. Um, he, he mentioned in, in James 2.10 that there's really no difference between um the the evil associated with one sin or or five thousand sins right because he says if you've kept a whole law you had offended in one point you're guilty of all right and so mm. um, so God has offered us forgiveness and uh, salvation comes when you have put the f- uh, faith about what happens in eternity in God's hands. You've accepted that gift of salvation from Christ. So, you know, uh, one of the other statements in Scripture that's made several times is that um, there's an imperfection about uh, humanity that can't be overcome easily, Mm -hmm. and that that imperfection is sin, right? Um, By Adam, sin came into the world, and death by sin. Death is passed upon all men because all have Mm -hmm. sinned. Uh, because by virtue of the fact that I'm a human being, I have I have a sinful nature. Regardless of that, I've committed a lot of sins, and the Bible is clear that when we're when we're comparing our imperfection to God's perfection, the wages of that sin results in an eternal separation from God. That was that was the the result of. The, the first sin in the Garden of Eden, right? Because they were in the Garden of Eden and they were communicating with God uh, face-to-face on a daily basis. They sinned and that relationship was broken. They were kicked out of the garden and access was restricted. And the rest of the Bible is God's efforts to restore that, uh, that relationship. And so if, if the wages of sin... Is, is death you know if, if the result of our sin means that we have to die to atone for that sin that's a payment that we can't survive and by, uh, by virtue of that it also means like I can't take the penalty for your sin because I have my own sin to pay for right uh, and you can't take the penalty for my sin for the same reason. So we needed someone who didn't deserve death. And that man was Jesus Christ. He he lived an entire life without sin. He was, you know, we'll get to this later uh, in the statement of faith uh, about uh, his his virgin birth and what that actually meant. But uh, Christ didn't have that sinful nature. He he lived a life without sin. He there was no wages of death that he had to pay. But. You know, like it says in Romans, uh, God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loved us so much that he decided to take that penalty for us.
1: Mm -hmm. So he didn't have anything to pay for himself. Exactly. Like the rest of us.
0: And so uh, one of the things that comes along with that is what exactly was being forgiven? Was it Mm -hmm. all of the sins that we had done in the past? Was it all the sins that we were going to do in the future? And it's interesting to think about it from that perspective because when Christ died, I wasn't born yet. All of my sins were in the future. Right. And so uh, getting back to this statement, we believe that Christ keeps those who are truly born again. When he paid that penalty on the cross, he paid for all of my sins. Uh, the only aspect of that that's on me is accepting that forgiveness, placing placing uh, my faith— and my eternity in in that work that Christ did, He's offering it to us. Mm-hmm. We need to accept it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we we think of this sometimes in terms of the sinner's prayer. God, I know that I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that You died on the cross for my sins. That you were that You were raised from the dead three days later. And so I ask for Your forgiveness. And uh, and and by virtue of that acceptance. You have salvation, mm-hmm. and so it, it's not really a magic uh, a, a magic formula that you have to say this script and you're saved. It's it's a condition of the heart. Have you mm-hmm. have you made that acknowledgement in your heart? Have you placed your faith in, in in the work that Jesus did on the cross? Condition of your yep. heart. I like the way you put that. And and mm-hmm. and because God has uh, this infinite forgiveness, it's not something we can lose, because He was the model that. That marriage was patterned after, right. and you know when when the New Testament talks about divorce or Old Testament talks about divorce, it only does so. Jesus said because humans are, are sinful and they have the have an inability to forgive, like God does, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's why marriage was intended to be a lifetime thing, mm-hmm. uh, because of what it what it represented. Because he doesn't have the inability to forgive. Like we said right. last week, right? Yes, right. right. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> uh, have that ability. Right. He doesn't have the inability to forgive. Right. Yeah. So, um, so that's why we believe that that Christ keeps those who are truly born again. Salvation mm-hmm. is not something that you can lose. Right. Because you're not the one keeping it in the first place.
1: And, uh, uh, such a um, liberating... Um, belief whenever you get to that point. Yeah. Perhaps it comes with a little bit of wisdom in age and, and um, time of, a, of being saved.
0: Yep. You know. that, that was a huge issue in my life as a young, yeah. uh, as a, a young kid because right. I grew up uh, in, in a church that didn't teach that. Right. And um, I, I thought whenever I'm sinning I'm losing my salvation. And that's a scary thing for a yeah, kid, yeah, right? No right. Uh, and, and even as a young adult because I, I never really got this resolved until, um, you know, is is the summer after my freshman year in college, I was at home just doing different Bible studies, checking mm-hmm. things off the list of things I was curious about. Mm-hmm. And, and I was actually, uh, researching the topic of marriage in the Bible. I didn't have a girlfriend or anything yet. I was just curious, mm-hmm. you know, it was mm-hmm. one of the things on my list. Right. Um, and, and it was in that Bible study alone in my room on, you know, in, in the evenings in the summer, um, this got resolved and it was a tremendous weight off my shoulders mm-hmm. to finally realize that that my sin i mean my salvation isn't kept by me um it's kept by god mm-hmm. uh, be, because of what it, because of that 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 image that he set up and his his uh ability to forgive way more than uh, you know, we're capable of as humans. Yes. Wow. Cause I used to, you know, growing up, I used to, to pray the sinner's prayer every night. I used to hope, right. man, if I ever, if I ever die, I hope it's in my sleep. Cause that's the only time I'm not sinning but most yeah, likely, sin. you know, right. if the rapture yeah. comes, I hope it comes at night. Cause yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I pray the sinner's prayer before I go to bed, mm-hmm. I get, you know, quote unquote resaved mm-hmm. and, man. <laughs> and you know, uh, hopefully that happens. And so that as a, as a constant fear. Uh, that I lived with.
1: That's a head. It's, it's heavy for anybody, especially a kid. Mm-hmm. Carry that, carry that around. I know you're, you're pleased whenever you finally get that yeah. taken care of in your mind, in your heart. Yep. That's and so delicious. that's usually,
0: you know, mm. my, my, my testimony is usually, you know, when I got saved, cause I got mm. saved as a really young kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've shared that before, mm-hmm. like four or five years old, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but then struggling with that concept all the way until I was a young adult. Um, that's the second part of my testimony: yeah, is right. uh, getting uh, assurance that my salvation is permanent and mm-hmm. secure.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's, a, that's a great part of testimony. You know, perhaps for somebody else listening that, uh, that, that that's struggling with that as well, because we know that there's still churches—I'll say churches, but religions, perhaps beliefs—that that still teach that, mm-hmm. right, and, and teach it every every week, and that's yeah. part of their. Their um, statement of faith, I guess. I right. don't know, you know. Um, but anyway, we don't do that here at, at Marcus Point. That's correct, for, that's for sure. So, a couple of big events is coming up also uh, here in the very near future. We got a Fourth of July celebration. Funny enough, on July the third,
0: huh.
1: uh, we're gonna. <laughs> this is Sunday. Uh, we are just going to have one uh, one service instead of two. It's gonna be at ten a.m. ten a.m. at all campuses. And
0: we do have, what's next, Josh? Uh, Well, uh, coming up, we have our yearly beach baptism. Uh, We go out to Pensacola Beach, uh, bring a bunch of people. You can sign up and uh, you can get baptized out in the Gulf of Mexico. And that's going to be, what is it, June? Uh, Scroll up a little bit there. Yeah, June 26th at 5 p.m. So it is a Sunday. Uh, So we'll have our our, uh, morning service here. Everybody goes out to the beach. And... uh, we have the beach baptism.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a mile and a half, uh, mile and a half east of Portofino at uh, yep. Pensacola Beach. Always, uh, always yep. a good time. Out and you can there. register
0: for it and, uh, yeah. on our on our website as well.
1: A bunch of people get baptized. A lot yes. of them around the around the time of beach baptism. I'm thinking in, just kind of, um, uh, um, I can kind of tell around this time baptisms at church. Drops a little bit because right. people are waiting to get baptized uh, at, at the beach. Right. I think that's a, uh, a a safe thing to to assume. So I'm up in the baptism; people get baptized. I'm taking taking their pictures. Yep, and there hasn't been a there's been a definite drop in the last uh, couple of
0: weeks. So here's here's something interesting off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, years ago uh, learning about you know in, in like high school chemistry or whatever, learning about just how small molecules are and how how many molecules it takes to make a cup of water and stuff. And there is like a, a thought experiment that says if you take a, a cup of water and you were somehow able to tag all the molecules in that cup of water, dump it back in the ocean, wait a while till all the waters in the planet had mixed, mm-hmm. and you took another cup of, uh, of water, you'd probably have a, you know about a thousand or so of those molecules on average uh, in that cup. So if you think about it, if you're getting baptized on the beach, mm-hmm. there's probably some molecules of water in there, that were uh, in the vicinity when Christ was getting baptized wow. in the Jordan River.
1: <laughs> that's a lot for me to think about right now, Josh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's a that's a crazy statistic. That's yeah. that that's a fact, is it? it
0: it's I mean, it's really weird the history of water because yeah. <laughs> you know when you think about it, how many times when you when you get a glass of water <laughs> and you drink it, how many other things or people throughout the entire history of the world have drank <laughs> that water? man
1: yeah you're
0: you're probably drinking some of the same water that abraham and mm, moses and maybe even christ and uh, (laughs) you know those thoughts
1: those (laughs) thoughts are positive but then i start thinking where's this water been (laughs) 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 there's other places less attractive than this water has been um, yeah because water
0: doesn't go away it just moves to a (laughs) new place so nice it's interesting to think about yeah it is
1: pretty interesting all
0: right so all right our next thing,
1: next big event sportsman's night out august 4th doors open at four thirty. starts at six thirty. 30 pensacola bay center ten dollars uh, a ticket tickets are not on sale yet they'll be on sale very soon and uh, we got some, some pretty heavy hitters
0: are going to be there, Josh. Yeah, i got a couple guys from Duck Dynasty, uh, Justin Mar- Martin, John Goodwin, and uh, some guys who are really big in the hunting and fishing world. Huh, yeah, you got to say hunting and fishing hunting, if you're down here. Sure. Uh, uh, Mike Waddle or Waddell, Waddell.
1: Well, we, we've seen it spelled two different ways, so we're yeah. not sure exactly right. at this point.
0: Um, and then David Blanton. There you go. So
1: and, uh, um, Brandon Davis is going do to the, do the music. Yes. Uh, and uh, he's really good. I, I heard him um, play a couple songs. Man, really good. Really mm-hmm. good. Really good. So that's going to be good. Got some door prizes. Now, we're going to give away some stuff down there, Josh. Yeah. Uh,
0: a camper is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like an I entire mean, a, a, camper. It's a camper, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, a pop-up two, camper. 2022 Flagstaff <laughs> SC 206 Limited Edition. There you go. Um, and then uh, we got like... Uh, 2022 Kubota 20, uh, what L2501 tractor? It's a tractor Yeah. Now, we're giving away a tractor, it's this is exactly yeah. what we're doing. This yeah.
1: isn't a riding lawnmower, that's not what we're saying, right? right? This is a tractor,
0: yeah. Uh, does it have a mowing component to it? it? Probably does, it's kind of covered up with a big logo on yeah, the, on the <laughs> page. I'm assuming it has a like a huge. Uh, rotating blade on the bottom, I, would think I could be wrong. Th-
1: there's probably an attachment that can go on yeah. on that. It's, it's from Coastal Machinery
0: Company, I guess. Either uh, way, it's a cool thing to win. Tractors
1: are expensive. Yes. I mean, that's well, been, everything well, is expensive everything today. Everything is expensive yeah. today. The, ca- the cameras that I used to look at on eBay that were 50 to to $100 are now two to $300. Yeah just uh, one the film cameras have gone up because people are getting into film again but everything everything has gone up for sure Um, but anyway that's going to be a good event we're going to pack that place I I would imagine that it's going to be there's going to be a lot of people there yep we know there's going to be a lot of people there. we're going to pack it I don't know I don't know how many seats do you have any idea how many seats um
0: yeah. I, mean, I, I knew that at one time. It's like 5000 or, okay. or something like that. Okay. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in addition to the the camper and the tractor and everything, there's a, a ton of giveaways, door prizes, or giveaway guns, and hunting mm-hmm. trips, and gift cards, and mm-hmm. stuff having to do with food yep. and yep. <laughs> all uh, pro- that stuff. Probably and then,
1: some bow and arrows, I would imagine. Yep. You know, from, uh, from Mike's. Yep. Mike's gun shop.
0: Uh, all kinds of stuff that have different sorts of projectiles. Yes, that, uh, we like that around here. Yep. Uh,
1: nice so. so, Josh, we didn't have we had class last night, but you and I weren't there. Right. We had a, a, a meeting for some administrative stuff that's happening in the church. Some changes, um, positive changes for communication. Uh, so I, I I gave Matt the uh, a couple of videos to watch that were self defense and environmental awareness, but we weren't in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you want to talk a little bit about um, what pastor was talking about this last Sunday? Or you want to... Sure, we can do that. Oh, okay. Because
0: um, uh, <laughs> one of the things uh, he mentioned, well, a, a lot of it was about uh, King Ahab and right. his wife Jezebel. Um, yeah, what
1: well, Jacob was... Jacob, No, pastor was this last Sunday.
0: Jacob yes. was Sunday before last. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And uh, what's... Uh, <laughs> What's intriguing about that passage? Because he was in, uh, I believe, First uh, Samuel. Hold on a second. Can okay. I have it written down? Sermon notes. Here we go. Are you for sale? Because um, the the sermon was about, uh, you know, Ahab wanted this field that Naboth had, and, right, right, right. Um, and he he went and offered to buy it. Well, that's a problem because you know the the land that was given to different to to the families of of the uh, nations of israel the nation of israel um, they were an inheritance from god and it was to be their land forever so they weren't supposed to sell it they could sell it temporarily you know if they had a debt to pay off or whatever but even if you sold land after uh you know every 49 years they would have a year of jubilee Mm -hmm. and uh, in the year of jubilee land always went back to who its rightful owner was. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't just permanently sell your land because that's the land that God had given to your family. So uh, Ahab went to Naboth and said, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to have your land for a garden. And, you know, uh, Naboth brought this key aspect of inherited land up Mm -hmm. and said, I I can't, I can't just sell your land. It's my inheritance, we're not supposed to do that. So, you know, Ahab went back and he was all pouty and everything. His wife Jezebel said, look, stop. Uh, I'll, I'll take care of this. And so she had a, uh, she had a bunch of people lie about Naboth and he blasphemed and all this stuff and uh, convinced enough people and, and Naboth got stoned. He got killed uh, because of this deception. And then uh, Jezebel went and told Ahab. Ahab's like, cool, I'm going to go get my land now. Mm. And that's a problem, right? Yeah. And so, uh, we 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 talked about that, or Pastor Godfrey talked about that in the sermon. What's what's intriguing is the very next next chapter. So that was First Kings twenty one. First Kings twenty two uh, re- relays the events surrounding the death of Ahab. A, a prophet comes to Ahab and said, "Look, I saw a vision of what happened in heaven, sort of a behind the scenes, uh, because of of." Uh, of your um, sort of proclivity to, uh, to deal with things through deception. God was up in heaven and said, hey, I need a lying spirit to go down and lie to Ahab and tell him to go fight these, uh, this, this group of people and that everything will be cool and you know, he'll get delivered. And those are the events that led to Ahab's death. So Ahab wrought about you know, in, in Jezebel, brought about a deception that resulted in the death of Naboth purely for Ahab's gain. And so the punishment for that was Ahab's death and Jezebel's death was precluded by a deception that was brought to them. Uh, uh-huh. So it, it's interesting, wow. you know, that phrase, turnabout is fair play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting how oftentimes our, our actions determine, uh-huh. we, we fall to the same thing that we do to others. Right, uh, oftentimes, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that was a good example of that because you know Ahab chose to lead lead through deception. Right, his right. downfall came about because of deception. Right, right. How about that?
1: And, and Jezebel, I mean, that's a household name. Yes, and not in a positive way these right. days. You know, <laughs> so that was uh, somehow that. Uh, no, I don't know what the history is, but somehow that that caught on to. Means something less than positive whenever you're uh,
0: bearing right.
1: that with a with a female.
0: Yeah, right. it's like an evil conniving woman. Yeah, in, yeah. In the, in it's that's like what, she, what you name a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Just
1: kidding. <laughs> so you're a cat lover. I know you're a cat lover. You may not admit it, but you are. <laughs> I saw a post with a cat laying on your chest the other day, buddy. <laughs> Did didn't I? Oh, yeah. I, no. I, I thought, <laughs> that's funny. Though. Um, anyway, so uh, you know, I, I've, th- I've thought about th- that uh, a bit. Whenever you said um, we tend to fall in the, the way that we behave, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where our weakness is, perhaps, right? And uh, I guess it's the same um, whenever we're seeing sinful. Uh, behavior in others that somehow gets under our skin. Right. More than others. There's many times I've had to really be introspective about that and go, why is that bothering me so much? Right. You know, and, and and there's times where I've realized that because that's my weakness. Yeah. You know, that's where I see myself needing a lot of work or that's where I see myself where I get frustrated with myself. I can't make that decision that I, that I need to make. Um, and, and that again is, is, I think, seems like wisdom comes with that. Whenever you realize that, perhaps mm-hmm. uh, you identify it, and you can perhaps you know take steps to make that happen. Because I I didn't always know that. I was right. just like, man that that is you know that guy doing this or that girl doing this. It really just I can't I can't let it go. And yeah, uh, he brings to my mind times where I may have done that. Um. In that realization, I think, is wisdom, or, mm-hmm. or creates wisdom, perhaps. Yeah.
0: About the time you get mad at someone for, for something they've done, God reminds you, yeah, but, you know, you've done the same That's thing. Right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> kind of like, you know, in the Old Testament, Jacob, you know, he was known as a deceiver mm-hmm. uh, you know, because of, you know, the whole thing between his father and his brother Esau and yeah. everything like that. And <clears throat> as a result, he was deceived a bunch of times. Right. Mm-hmm. Um sort of reaping what you sow. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, David went behind Uriah's back and slept with Bathsheba, and, you know, we know that whole story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, later on, uh, similar things happened to him where uh, people went behind his back and stole his wife from him or or something to that effect. You know, it it resulted in huge issues in his family. So we see that pattern throughout Scripture and even in our own lives. Uh, You know, our our behavior oftentimes uh, determines... Our downfall
1: yep forgiveness is a big one yes forgiveness i think is, is it certainly is for for me but it's certainly uh, i think that's a, a blanket statement a lot of people mm-hmm. if you're able to forgive quickly and and, and thoroughly <clears throat> i think that i mean what a gift
0: right you know what i mean what a gift to have I, i've have to prayed before um you know in, in times when i've been angry with someone or, or bitter uh because forgiveness is something we all struggle with. It's yeah. like God, I don't want to forgive them. No, and that's, cra- that's crazy to. <laughs> but to pray I know that. I should want to. Yeah. Um, so somehow change my heart to make yeah. me even want to forgive. Because right now I'm just being honest. I don't want to forgive them. Right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've prayed a prayer like that. It's a strange <laughs> sensation when yeah. you're praying. It's like you have to pray to want to right give me the desire to want to forgive them right
0: you know what i mean
1: give me that give me your heart in this cuz i don't see it yeah
0: it's like you you're you're you know, your heart wants to hate, but your brain knows it's not supposed to uh, do that.
1: but you're still hating you're, <laughs> yeah. but right now I know I'm hating. I know yeah. I'm ha- and, and, and right now I know I want to hate. Yeah, you want to hate because <laughs> yeah. you feel vindicated. I mean you feel like you have the right to right. whenever you're in that situation, you feel like I'm 100% right. I mean yeah. I, I, what have I you know, what have I done to? And first of all, fairness, who said things are fair? Right. You know what I mean? Where did that ever <laughs> yeah, come Yeah, I up? mean,
0: it wasn't fair to Christ because no. remember that the yeah. verse says, "While we were yeah. yet sinning." That's right. That's right. <laughs> Christ not only showed his love for us, but he died for us.
1: Somewhere along the line, we felt that we as as people feel like fairness is should be assumed. Right. It's a, it's it's a it's a it's a right. I don't I don't remember. Yeah reading that anywhere in the Bible. Nope. You know what I mean? It's based on the opposite, basically, right. you know? so <laughs> Anyway, uh, it, it's a big one. If you're struggling with that day, you're not alone. Right. You know, definitely not alone. But, Josh, thank you very much, man. I think that's all we wanted to talk about today. Sure, why not? Alright. <laughs> We're at the 30-minute mark, so uh, look, if you're listening to us and you want to um, get in touch with anybody at the church, there's a several ways you can do it. Uh, remember that we're always trying to connect to God, one another, in the lost world here. Uh, you can look at our statement of faith online. Um, check out our website, pensacolachurch.org. Uh, there's an event page there, and I'll have all this posted in the in the notes. You can call our office, um, 850-479-8337. What's the website again, Josh?
0: Pensacolachurch.org. A couple other ways.
1: What are those?
0: Yeah, you can do the YouTube channel, uh, Marcus Point Baptist Church. Uh, you can email us, info at marcuspointbaptist.org. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Pensacola Church. And yeah. then, you know, we have all the social media stuff, too.
1: Yep, yep. and Robbie does a good job of, of, of those. I, I post some pictures on the Facebook page almost every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And and with the people getting baptized, we post those pictures as well. So uh, it's active. We have an active uh, social media um, life. So check us out there. In the meantime, feel free to uh, to um, make contact with us through our uh, what's our. What's our um, podcast vehicle again? What is that
0: called? Uh, Spotify, uh, Spotify, iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Podcast. Yeah.
1: But anyway, thanks, Josh, and everybody else. We love you. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right.
0: Looking for the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: only been a year. So. I don't know. <laughs>